This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Mighty God, we bless your name. Thank you for your word that is always fresh. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. Again, I welcome each one of you in Jesus' name. Uh, this morning we are going to look at um, a short exhortation titled "God is a Rewarder." I want you to unmute your devices and, and repeat after me and say, God is a rewarder. God is a rewarder. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. And we're going to read from verses 1 to six together. Now we'll read together, but you don't have to unmute your devices. So just mute your devices, but we'll read together. One, two, go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith, we understand that the words we are framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen, we are not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by, the, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see that, and was not found, because God had translated him. For, there, for before his translation, he had his testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Praise the Lord. Um, brethren, we serve a good father. God is a good God, and he's a good father. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, but it shocks me to understand from God that it is not everyone that seek him that he rewards. And so, and uh, Maxim, why? And uh, well, he said, uh, if anyone seek him, but not diligently, he said there is no reward. And so it's important we understand that first, God is a rewarder. At the point, the disciples which will trust God to look at maybe some other day. The disciples walk up to Jesus and say, ah, we have followed you. You said we should leave our wife, we should leave our children, we should leave our parents, we should leave our home, leave our business, leave everything and follow you. Now we are following you at the point they ask me, okay, what do we gain from all these things? And Jesus said, well, you have followed me. I know. In this world, you are going to receive hundredfold. He mentioned all the things that um, they are left behind. And then he now added to it, they will also receive persecution. So that was one of the things he told them, one of the three. So it surprises me to, to hear that Jesus Christ was telling the disciples that uh, this persecution is one of them. 
Now, but coming back to Hebrews chapter 11 from verse one to six, we understand that as believers, there are two key things that we saw there. One, faith. Two, we also, also saw pleasing God. Pleasing God. Now, and we saw examples of what faith could do by it, the others obtain good report. Now, apart from that, we saw that by faith, Abel offered a good sacrifice, an acceptable sacrifice. Uh, we understand that by faith, you know, uh, Enoch was translated and so on. But talking about Enoch, the Bible said, Enoch, please God. You will please God. Your ways will please the Lord. Now, in verse 6, however, God now added something that oftentimes we ignore regarding Enoch or men and women that walk by faith with God seeking God diligently. God is a rewarder if you seek him diligently. Now, number three, God, though God is a rewarder, but he rewards us not in group, he rewards us as an individual. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Revelation, chapter 22. Verse 12, Revelation 22, verse 12, Revelation 22, verse 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man, according to what? According, according according, he said, to give every man according as his work shall be. As his work shall be. So, brethren, God is a rewarder. He rewards us not in group. He rewards us as an individual. As an individual. If you look at the story, the parables that we have in the Bible about the servants, he rewards them based on individual. So, brethren, if you now understand that God is a rewarder, then don't hide in a group and think that you are working. He knows people that are working and the ones that are hiding in a group. So, Christianity, the church as well, as uh, you know, is a place. Church is uh, is an open place where people from diverse you know, background, community, they come together. And so now, because church is an open place, we have some who probably hide under the faith of others. But I want you to know that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Now, that being said, for you to receive reward from God, you must be faithful in that which he has committed into your hand. Faithfulness is required. And also, for you to receive a reward from God, you must be diligent in the work that he has committed to you, to your hand. So, one, faithfulness. Two, diligence in that work. 
And so we're going to trust God to understand what does this word really mean? Now, you see, faithfulness is, I give you a work to do. And I said to you, the demands of this work is that sit down on this spot throughout your eight hours. You agree to it, I agree to it. And so whenever I come, at the end of the eight hours, if I find you on this spot sitting down and doing your work, I will reward you. And so I decided to come, not by eight hours, because you were expecting that I will come at the end of, of your shift. But I decided to come before the end of eight hours. Though I'm still going to pay you for eight hours, but I decided to come after three hours. After that three hours, maybe somebody had called. You see, after all, he's not coming until eight hours anyway. So let me just take some. And then when I come, you were not in your seat. And I say, what happened? Oh, you gave me the excuse that, oh, you thought I was going to come at eight after eight hours. Brethren, though you are working, but that is not diligent. But that is not diligent. Diligent requires hard work. It requires patience. Just like as a farmer will plant a seed and will wait for it patiently to grow. The same way it is in our walk with God. So, so faithfulness and diligence are required if you must get a reward from God. Now, we are going to look at different types of reward. But first, you must understand this morning that the God we serve is not a wicked God. He rewards us according to what we do, the works that we do. On the last day, every one of us is going to be rewarded individually based on the work that we do. And God is taking record of every work that you are doing, your prayer, your giving, your visitation, um, the world, and so on, attending programs, church, um, attending revival hour. God is taking note of everything. In fact, I asked him, I said, Lord, what do you have planned for today? And he said to me, he said, I am a rewarder. Interestingly, God speaks to me directly. In, you know, he was just, so the way he said it to me, he said, I am a rewarder. So, brethren, God is a rewarder. So what he says to my ears, what I'm telling you now. Now, if God is a rewarder, that tells you that you must buckle up. Because you can't deceive God. He knows our thoughts are far off. He knows whether you are doing the work well. He knows whether you are not doing it well. Now, when we talk about work, another foundation that we want, God wants us to understand here is that work is in different categories. So one, working with God, working for God, and working maybe in your secular job. 
there are three different categories. W-A-L-K, to walk with God. Enoch, walk with God. And then walking for God. So walking for God, that is W-O-R-K, walking, I-N-G. You are doing work, cleaning the church, um, you're part of the choir, transportation, evangelism, follow-up, beautifying, or whatever thing, technical, you are working for God. And then we now have your secular work. God measure us, he rewards us on these three platforms. Our work with him, our work for him, and our work for others. That means maybe you're a school teacher, you work as customer care service, you're a manager, you're a technician, uh, you're a salesperson, whatever thing you do. Your workplace, you are representing God. And he wants you to, to work with the whole of your heart. Don't sleep while you're at work because he's, he's, your work. he's also the owner of that work. He sent you there to go and represent him. Turn your Bible with me to the book of Exodus, chapter 23, verse, verses 25 to 26. Exodus 23, 25 to 26. And we'll read together. One, to go. And ye shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, none be barren in thy land. The number of thy days will I will fulfill. Yes, I will fulfill. Praise the Lord. Look at it. The first thing here is you shall serve the Lord. So brethren, there is great reward benefit in serving God. And uh, one of the benefits that we see here is that the Lord bless thy bread. Your bread represents your business, your work. There are some people, they end, probably they end 90, 100, 70, 80, as the case may be. 60, 30, 25. But you see, if God blesses your bread, if you earn 25,000 per annum, I tell you, it can God can amplify in such a way that it looks as if you're earning 120,000 per annum. One, you never lack. You always have money to spend, both for him and even for anything you have to do in your life. He gives you good health because you see the people that are serving God and the ones that are not, God gives them good health. And the ones that are not, well, he says, since you don't want to serve me with your body and your time and your, so then he, you know, he allows sickness. That's why I said, now he said, and I water, and I will take away sickness away from thee. So can you see that when you, when you are serving God diligently as Christian with your family, 
God is taking sicknesses away. My prayer for you is that you will not be sick. The Lord will bless your bread. He will bless your water. And I pray sickness will not enter your home. But you must serve the Lord. Let's bow down our head. Um, and then tomorrow we'll continue. Bow down your head this morning. You have heard that God is a rewarder. So your first prayer point this morning, you're going to say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me. Go ahead and open your mouth and begin to appreciate him. Jesus, I thank you for sending your word unto me. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I thank you for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Your next prayer point, you are going to pray. You are going to say, Father, you are going to say, Father, please help me to work for you and to serve you and to walk with you diligently with the whole of my heart. Open your mouth. Three things combined. Help me to walk for you. Help me to walk with you. Help me to serve you diligently. Say, Lord, as I go out in this week, don't think that when we talk about serving God or working for God, it excludes your secular job. God is watching how you are doing your secular jobs. It's not just coming to church that means serving God. Everything you do in your community represents serving God. Say, Father, help me to walk with you. Help me to walk for you. Help me, Lord, to serve you diligently. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord, to serve you diligently. Help me to walk with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Our next line of prayer goes thus. You are going to pray and say, Father, on the last day, don't let me miss my reward. Open your mouth, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth, open your mouth. On the last day, don't let me miss my reward. Don't let me miss my reward. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God. He pleased God. Father, on the last day, don't let me miss my reward. Lord, help me to be diligent to the end. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Another prayer you are going to be praying this morning is that you're going to say, Father, help me to stay with you to the end. Go ahead and open your mouth. Like that, uh, you know, the demonstration. You know, God, God can decide to visit, and that's similar to how Jesus will appear. Help me to help me to walk for you and to walk with you and to serve you diligently till the end. What that means that till your last breath, till your last breath. He said to as many that are that are to are faithful to the end, to him that endure to the end. This morning I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. Help me to walk with you to the end. Help me to seek you to the end. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. And finally, you are going to lift up your voices. You are going to say, mighty God, you have promised to bless my bread. And you have promised to reward me. Reward me according to your word. And bless my bread. And bless my water. And take sicknesses far from me. Now it is your turn now to pray for your own self. Father, in the name of Jesus, you have promised to bless my bread. Bless my bread. You have promised to bless my water. Bless my water. 
Lord, you have promised to take sickness away from me. Take sickness away from me. Take it away from my household. Take it away from my brethren. Take it away from our families. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray you have promised to bless my water. You have promised to bless my bread. Thank you for blessing me. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Before we share the grace this morning, we would also like to still give you that opportunity to make Jesus your Lord and Savior. It is the, the, the most important thing that decision you can make in life. Because this same Jesus, like the demonstration about coming at three hours, at the, at the third hour, Jesus can come. You might think he will come at eight hours, at the end of eight hours shift. He could come at the end of the three hours. Are you ready? So this morning, if you are not born again, I want you to close your eyes. Please, please put your hand on your chest and say, Father, have mercy on me. Today, I accept you, Jesus, into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Forgive me for all the sins that I have committed in the past. Give me a new heart. Give me a new walk with you. Lord Jesus, fill me with the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus, that I may please you for the rest of my life. Write my name in the book of life. I remove my name from the book of death. Thank you, Jesus, for answer prayer. Lord, I pray for these souls, as many that have prayed this prayer, whether they are here in person now or those that will listen to this later. Please, Father, I ask, O oh Lord, have mercy on them. Save their soul. Write their name in the book of life. Keep them to the hand. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.